Here we go. Broadcasting from Edmonton's majestic used hubcap district. I just can't pull off a onesie. No, neither can I. Uh-huh. Uh, that's not good. Kids today with their inline skates and their long boards that roll over everything. Totally weird and wild. It works, but it's weird. You know what's underrated? Ravioli. God, that's awful. It smells like smoke coming off someone's ass. I guess I'm getting the vibe here that a lot of people had these lofty dreams and no one lived up to them. I get that feeling, too. Oh, it's so good to laugh again. I oh God, do people not know I'm at work? The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Oh, hello? Hello? That's me yawning into the microphone. Wow, sorry if I'm boring you. (laughs) It's because I'm so tired because I burn the candle at both ends. Do you? No. What time do you go to bed? 10. What? I'm a grown adult. I can't go to bed at 8 p.m. Oh, how do you stay up till 10? I don't know. Like, how often, how long do you sleep in the afternoon? I don't. I try not to. Oh. If I do, it's like 15 minutes. Yeah, that's me too. My afternoon nap, 15, 20 minutes. I'll lay on my bed, though, for an hour, like reading my iPad, because that's what you do. No, I don't know what's going on, man. People are like, you need to get your eight hours. That means I would have to go to bed, lights out, asleep by 8 p.m. And since I'm not four... Yeah, I have no trouble going to bed early at this time of year. Now it's dark out. It's cool at night. There's no reason to be outside anymore past 8 or 8.30 at night. It's definitely easier in the winter. That's for sure. In the summertime, though, when you go to bed at 8 o'clock and you can hear people outside having a good time and you're like, I got to go to bed. All your friends are playing street hockey outside. Yeah, you had to go home (laughs) early because your mom said, you got to go to bed. God, it's a story of my life. Because you got a job to get to at four in the morning. Just ridiculous. It's like having a paper route again. Really, it is. Basically, that's it's the same it hours, same pay. <laughs> <laughs> that's right? good stuff. Am I right? Uh, where were we going? Do we? Uh, I was telling you backstage. One of the things that is keeping me up at night is my all-consuming fascination with criminal minds. Oh yeah. What season are you on now? I don't even know. Nine, maybe. Oh, so you're making some headway. Yeah, I'm putting a dent in this thing. It's taking some time, though. It's taking a real commitment. I have completely stalled season one about episode five or six. So. Yeah, you got a lot of ground to cover. I here. know. It's become kind of a daunting task. Uh, I still really like that show. But every now and again, you get to an episode where they the murderer is actually like a familiar actor. Yeah. And you're like, oh, okay, that's fun. Uh, but a couple times it has been beloved TV character from other shows, and you're like, what? Like, this one blows my mind. Yeah, I just watched one the other day, and the murderer was Kevin from The Office. Kevin, likable, heart of gold, big pot of chili Kevin. Talks like the cookie monster. Yes. Yeah, Kevin Malone. He was a murderous murderer? He sure was. He poisoned people with arsenic. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. And you know what's funny is... You'll have to find out what year that episode is from because was he still on the office? Was he still doing the office at the same time? Probably not. He must have been. So that's season nine and it started in 05 or so. So it was probably 13 or 14. 2000. Yeah. Somewhere around there. Office would have been. So yeah, he would have been. Hmm. Interesting. It was super off putting because yeah, you see that guy kind of like, hi, Michael. I could see Dwight Schrute as a killer on Criminal Minds. Yeah. Dwight could totally be it. Obviously Creed. Creed, for sure. No question. Even Even, Ryan. Yes. And also even Angela. 
Oh, definitely Angela. Yeah. Phyllis, was that the redhead girl? Phyllis was the older lady. Yeah, she, yeah. Not Phyllis, Meredith. Not, uh, Meredith, yeah. Meredith, Meredith yeah. could definitely be a killer. For sure, not Phyllis. 100%. But no, it was Kevin, and I'm sitting there this whole time, and I was just kept being taken out of the, <laughs> out of the show. It was a very dramatic episode, obviously. <laughs> and you're like, what? That guy? Like, he's poisoning people's water and food and... <laughs> So, <laughs> hey, spoiler alert, if you get to an episode and you see Kevin from The Office in it, you know he's the killer. It's one of the ones where they kind of tell you who the killer is up front. Oh, okay. So this, yeah. And so you know who the killer is, but the BAU doesn't. They're trying to track him They just him have to down. connect the dots. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. You don't bring in Kevin Malone just to reveal him as a killer. At the, you would know it the whole time. Be like, I know who that guy is. He obviously has something to do with this. Who would be the most off-putting TV character to see in an episode of Criminal Minds where it turns out they're a mass murderer. Henry Winkler, maybe? Oh, yeah, Henry Winkler, for sure. That would be pretty upsetting. Uh, uh, the late Betty White? That would have been yeah. something. That would have been a plot twist. Joey from Friends, maybe? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Matt LeBlanc is a murderer? <laughs> I don't think that works. That would be tough to swallow. But even Phoebe. No, Phoebe, she's crazy. Lisa Kudrow? Yeah. Man. Oh, yeah, Kevin. You're listening to The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. They're trapped in your phone forever. You know who you would never, ever see in an episode of Criminal Minds giving off murder vibe? Any staff member from Lube City. The staff members from Lube City are the people who alert the FBI. Yes. They would be like, oh, my God, I saw the killer run. They would uh, they would give helpful hints. They sure would. They would know what color car the killer was driving. They'd, pro they'd have a partial plate number, but they would also have like an identifying sticker or something that they remembered that would help the FBI track the killer down. Or they would see someone being assaulted in the back alley, and they would step in and save the day. Yeah. They have a keen sense of right and wrong, That's a right. keen sense of direction, and a keen, keen, sharp moral compass. And don't forget about their knowledge of oil. Oh, my God. Oils oh, there's lubes. that. Yeah. yeah, of course. Lube City. They've got 27 Alberta locations. Find the one near you at lubecity.ca. You're listening to The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Do you think that every house now just has a box of DVDs in their basement that they don't know what to do with? Do you throw them out? You can't sell them into pawn shops. The pawn shops don't even want no, them. No, they're like, what? Gabe? And then you see people advertising, buy my entire CD collection, 500 discs. I paid over $5,000 for all these discs. You can have them for 1500 Nobody is buying your discs. Zero percent chance. But every now and again, you see someone who's turned like their basement into, it looks like a blockbuster. That, oh, God, I would love to do that. That's a good look. Except for the fluorescent lighting. And the yellow, too much yellow. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. It's on the internet, where your Uncle Ron gets way too political. I guess it's not, not really that shocking, but Best Buy says they're going to stop selling DVDs and Blu-rays next year. I don't think you can buy CDs there anymore, can you? I was actually, I was in London Drugs, maybe Thursday or Friday last week, and I was in the electronics department, and I saw a guy, walk, he walked by me with a, a handful of DVDs, like he had three or four DVDs, I don't know, maybe they were Blu-rays, maybe they were, I don't know, DVD. I honestly don't know what they were, but I saw he had a handful of these things, and I'm like, huh? I honestly can't remember the last time I saw somebody buy a DVD. 
or a CD. I was trying to think, when was the last time I bought? I know I ordered a DVD off of Amazon because I've never seen it anywhere. It's never on TV. It's not on any of the streaming services. But way, way back in the day when I was a much, much younger man, there was a movie with, you know, the Karate Kid in it, Ralph Macchio, but it was called Crossroads. It's not the Britney Spears Crossroads, although that was fantastic too. But this was, Ralph Macchio played like a young guy who sold his soul to the devil so he could be a good, you know, guitar player, a good blues man. I mean, it's loosely based on the life of Robert Johnson, but... I have never, I put it aside, I haven't watched it yet because I'm sure it's super cheeseball, but I put it aside as my rainy day DVD to watch when the weather's garbage one day. But I think that's the last one I bought. How about you? The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. That, did you see that story? Yeah, I did. It's a sign of the times. I mean, it was only, like you see those sections shrinking more and more, but apparently Best Buy, this is Best Buy in the U.S., but I would think it would apply to Canada, too. I would think so, too. Yeah, it didn't specify. They're going to stop selling Blu-ray, DVD. Say there's no money in that anymore. They're going to leave it up to Amazon and Walmart, basically. I did see a guy in London Drugs last week, though. He was walking around. He had an armful of... I don't know if they were CDs or DVDs or Blu-rays, but he had a stack of something that I was like, what? Did I fall through a time tear? Last week, Pete Davidson was on The Tonight Show, and he talked about this new obsession he has where he's spent thousands and thousands of dollars buying VHS tapes that are still wrapped. (laughs) Really? Because he thinks those are going to suddenly be worth a lot of money. I wonder if DVDs could be the same thing. Mm, I don't know. There's too many of them. Like, they were mass-produced. It's not like they were... It's not like you're going to get Titanic on VHS or DVD, and it's not limited edition. Yeah, I just can't see a day where a DVD copy of Scooby-Doo 2 is going to be worth $10,000. maybe. What was the last DVD, Blu-ray, CD that you bought? Do you remember? No, it has been a minute. I used to to buy them. You know, I, I used to enjoy them. I used to do the... The Small Town... Movie galleries and, oh, yeah, and yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Going in there when you could buy like five for 20 bucks. Yeah, that was a bargain. And buy movies without even watch, having seen them first. God, those were simpler times. I was thinking to myself, it must be years since I bought a DVD. And then it occurred to me, no, I just did this year. I bought one off of Amazon. And I talked about this earlier because I saw this movie when it first, I was just a punk ass kid when it came out. Crossroads with Ralph Macchio. Wow. You bought that? I did. I'm sure it's not good, (laughs) but like I remember watching it in the, I don't know, mid 80s, 85 probably. I remember watching it going, this is so good. This is fantastic. And that's the only time I've ever seen it. It's not on any streaming service. You don't see it anywhere. One day I was on Amazon and I just searched it and I bought the DVD so I can have it on standby for a rainy day. And I haven't cracked it open yet, but I will be watching that at some point. Yeah, it's got good Rotten Tomato scores. Does it? Yeah. Oh. 82%. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't think it would have been that high. Ralph Macchio, it's like he wants to be a blues guitarist. He goes down to the crossroads to sell his soul to the devil. That's what it's all about. Mm. I think Steve Vai, the guitarist, is in it. He plays a, a guitar duel against the devil. I do miss a good DVD. Like when you'd get a brand new one and that smell when you'd mm. crack it open for the first time. 
Somebody said, I loved Crossroads, seen it 50 times. You don't even know the story. Ralph doesn't sell his soul. He helps Robert Johnson get his soul back. Look, when did that movie come out? 85, 86? 86. The last time I saw that, I was like, a, I was a kid. I was a young, young man. I just remember Ralph Macchio playing a butterscotch Fender Telecaster. And he played slide guitar. Like he had the slide on it. And I went into a guitar store in Saskatoon right after I'd been to the movie. And I asked, hey, I'd like to buy a slide for my guitar. And the guy working behind the counter was like, great, another kid who saw Crossroads thinks he's going to be the next blues great. I was so embarrassed. Like I was humiliated. Scarred me. Yeah, I can tell. I left without a slide. Wow. And I wonder where that guy is now. Is he still making young musicians feel bad about themselves? Yeah, and now you think about the career you could have had as a slide guitar player. If that guy hadn't have shamed me out of the store. Wow, changed the course of your life. Yeah. For the worse, I would say. What a tangent. A a couple people have said, uh, my kids love getting DVDs. They watch them in the car. So cars (laughs) with DVD players apparently keeping the DVD business afloat. Cars, yeah. And cabins and holiday trailers. Looks like those too. Yeah, pretty much. I bought a 50-episode, two-disc DVD set of Looney Tunes for $5 at Walmart two weeks ago. Yeah, they practically give those things away now. Remember, they used to be so expensive. Now they're like, please take these DVDs. Never heard of Crossroads. (laughs) Maybe your life starts today. Maybe Maybe this is the best thing that ever happened. I'm sure there's a movie you talk about that I've never heard of. I'm not saying it's a great movie. I'm just saying it made an impression on me when I was young, and I want to see it again. Crossroads, Rye Cooter, that's right. Rye Cooter does a lot of the music in that movie. Oh, yes, this is the Garner Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Wow! Quick one to chime in about the DVD comments. Okay. So, I don't buy them new anymore, but when you can't find a particular show you want your sweetie to watch because it's not streaming on any service... Box sets from used DVD stores are fantastic. What are you What are you plowing through these days on DVD? I'm introducing my wife to Fringe. Fringe? What was that? Fringe was a pseudoscience cop show where there was like weird genetic experiments, and uh, the guy who played Denethor from Lord of the Rings. He's the uh, the crazy scientist that they have to pull out of an insane asylum to help them. Yeah, and it's got Leonard Nimoy in the later uh, episodes, too. Oh, okay. Yeah, back in the day, like a season of a TV show, what would that cost you, like 70 or 80 bucks? Oh, easy. I picked this box set up for the first season uh, from Revolver, and it was $15. Wow. Okay, Aaron, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> this is from Dean. I bought Ernest Goes to Camp last year. Kids thought it was lame. Brought back great memories. My kids are lame, Dean. You know what? 80s kids knew what was what. Ernest, you know, Jim Varney, he was comedy gold back then. I think kids, like I'm not saying today's kids are lame. I'm just saying that they're they're way too sophisticated to buy into the whole Ernest thing. I mean, they kids, they need to know a character's backstory. They need to know uh, his socioeconomic upbringing. They need to know uh, if he or she was treated well in elementary school. Were they ever made fun of? It's all super complicated now. Somebody else says, we were just talking about Blue Day, Blu-rays the other day. I must have about 70 of them 
but I have not purchased one in years. In fact, I've watched maybe one of them in the past two years. Online services are just too good now. Yeah, that's so true. Like I'm good at buying, well, I haven't in a while, but I was really good at buying DVDs and Blu-rays and then never opening them. I don't know what that is. It's like, you just feel like you have to own it for some reason. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Every time you go to Walmart, you do see people throwing those DVDs, those cheap DVDs into their cart. Yeah, and it's getting disheartening because you go up to that. And it used to be just movies you've never heard of before, starring actors you've never seen in your life. And now it's like movies that came out a year ago. Yeah. Um, Best Buy is getting out of the DVD and Blu-ray business, I think, next year. This in the U.S., but I would imagine it's probably here in Canada as well. Those sections are shrinking in stores. They're not nearly what they used to be. Somebody just said, this is from Fiona. Anyone got DVDs of the old show Boston Public? I'll trade you. Got lots of my husband's DVDs in the basement to work with. Boston Public, was that a big deal? I don't think it was. I don't remember that show. No, I don't think it was. Kind of remember the title. Didn't watch it. Uh, Growing up, the one movie I always wanted but never got was The Little Mermaid. One day, a few years back, I came across a copy on VHS for $1. I hummed and hawed because I already had it on DVD. But owning that copy on VHS would have made my childhood. So I bought it. Good for you. It's a dollar well spent. You'll never watch it. It's not going to break the bank. No. No. I would assume now that just every VCR is broken. Can you even find a functioning VCR anymore? I've got one in my garage, in a box. I'll have to dig that thing out, see if it still works. Not that I have any VHS tapes to watch. I do. I thought about another DVD. Like I told you, this year I bought one off of Amazon, just because it's hard to find. You never see it anywhere. But then I think back, I went to San Francisco a couple of years ago by myself, and the only thing I bought was a copy of The Warriors on DVD. Remember that movie? Of course you don't, Bryce. Yeah, sure. Post-apocalyptic. It's gangs. Yeah. It's gangs. New York City. Warriors, come out and play it. That? Yeah. I went to... So this was at Amoeba Music, which is a legendary record store in San Francisco. And I bought a used copy of The Warriors. And that's the only thing I left with. Uh, I haven't watched it yet, of course. Yeah, of course not. Because you get no. back home, you're like, wait, what, why, why did I, I buy this? this? What? <laughs> what I am I never watch here? that. I don't know that it's probably stood the test of time. I feel the same way about that Crossroads movie I watched. Did it stand the test of time? I don't want to ruin my childhood by watching it now. I, I used go, to have a lot sucks. of TV shows on DVD. That's what I used to do. Didn't your parents, or do they still... Don't they buy seasons of TV shows? They used to. They, they finally figured out how to use the streaming on their TV. Oh. They had like Crave and Netflix, and they had access to all that, and they were still buying DVDs like crazy. Wow. But I think that has stopped. Uh, Boston Public. I got to Google that. So if somebody has Boston Public on DVD, Fiona will trade you for them. Jill just texted, I used to work at HMV, and a new release DVD used to be $30. For just a movie? For just a brand new release on DVD. Ooh. Yeah, now they give them away like like stickers. DVD slash VHS Tradio? I don't know. No. Because I end up having to do all the logistical work in setting up the trade for you and managing where you're supposed to be at what time. I can't be doing that. Yeah. Eh. I'm not sure trading 
Boston public for Four. the fourth season of Lost is going to be that great. <laughs> no. How many seasons of Lost were there? I have no clue. Did you watch it? Oh, yeah. Oh. Who didn't? I didn't. Jeez. And it, you know what? As soon as it ended and everybody was scoffing and crying about the ending, I thought, no, I'm not going to watch that now. It's on Disney Plus now, and I have thought about it, but it, I think it's a lot to chew. It's a, it's quite a few seasons. Yeah. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. My husband still buys CDs. CDs? He still bought brand new or used ones? No, brand new. He just, he likes, um... He's a pure progressive rock band out of the UK. And so he orders CDs when their new albums come out. It's a great way to support bands. It is a great way to support bands. So he just got one in the mail yesterday. How much is he paying for his Norwegian black metal or whatever it is? <laughs> He's probably paying, I would say, like anywhere between like about 30 bucks. Including shipping? Yeah, I think so. That's not as much as I thought it was going to be. No, and we still buy Blu-rays, too. I'm going to give your husband 2,500 Garner Andrews Show points for supporting bands by buying their physical media. Well, thank you, Garner. I will tell him. He can redeem those points in the Garner Andrews Show gift shop for Apple's iTunes gift cards. Maybe if he has enough left over, he can get an oven mitt. You're listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Uh, Bryce, yesterday afternoon, raked my yard. Had to get those leaves up. Mm. But you know what? I had to have two pretty giant trees in my yard cut down back in the spring because they were dead. And uh, yard cleanup this year was a breeze because I'm thinking about not planting trees again. It was a breeze. (laughs) I was out there for like, I don't know, 20 minutes. Done. My... I have a next door neighbor who goes out there with a leaf blower oh, yeah. about five times a day. Really? Like if there's a, a single leaf falls on his lawn, he's out there. Is it a sucky blower or a blower blower? Is he sucking them up or is he just blowing them down the street? I think he might be sucking them up. Because I have a neighbor who he will go out in his yard and he just blows all of his stuff right into the middle of the road. <laughs> I kid you not. Like without an ounce of... I don't know. There's no he. There's no shame involved. He's like he's so proudly out there just blowing his leaves down the street, so they become everybody else's problem. It's like that in the winter too. People just shovel and throw it all right in the middle of the road. Yeah. Where do those people come from? I wish I had that level of I don't know, not giving an f. You deal with it. Yeah. This is no longer my problem, neighbor. It's yours. I bought a bad rake when um, I got my house. Yeah. I had to buy a rake for it, and I bought a bad one with the prongs are too far apart. And so you gotta go hassle. over everything twice, yeah, three times? two, three times. It's a joke. Here, uh, the old guys on the radio, the homeowners on the radio, here's some advice for you. Never buy a cheap garden hose. Never buy a cheap rake. Yeah. You will hate yourself. There's just some things you should spend money on. Hoses and rakes. Yeah, I learned both those lessons the hard way. Yeah. God, my rake sucks. Okay, that's going to do it for the part of the show where we talk about yard tools. We're going to talk about appliances again now? Whew, maybe not. I did take the uh, my dishwasher on the express run. Oh, oh yeah, because I did. And? Worked just as good. Yes. Just as good, half the time. That's right. You don't have to listen to it for two and a half hours, just 60 minutes of it. And it did play the song at the end. Yeah, good to know. 
Okay, appliance chat, rake chat. Man, we've covered all the bases this morning. We might as well just go home now. Thanks for listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Theme music by Garner Andrews. Guests of the podcast stay in the dumpster behind the building in the rail yard. Classy.